Happy Tuesday, Wildcat fans. Arizona recruiting hits high steam. We're going to talk a lot about uh, what's gone on, what have we missed, and where is Arizona going. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot of recruiting to get to here, and this is going to be a good news episode. Now, first, before we get to that, we got to talk about obviously Arizona fans are still pretty bummed about losing out on Ryan Nemhart. And you know what? I get it, and I think that everybody pretty much gets why, because all your ba- all your eggs are put into one basket, and when you don't get that player, it becomes a uh, you know, it's a little difficult, I think, and that's where I think people are uh, – I think that's where people, you know, obviously a little upset, a little frustrated, which is fine. But I'm going to say this. Tommy Lloyd, though, I still think it's fair to say probably has a little bit of a plan right here. Now, again, I do think that there are some things that probably need to be adjusted a little bit, and that's okay because Tommy Lloyd is learning first year on the job – or you know, second, third year on the job as a head coach, you're going to learn some things that you probably missed out on a little bit before. Um, now, there, I, I'm not a big fan of the strategy of only offering a few kids because I think that that essentially, um, you know, you, you limit your ability at that point to be able to uh, to improve. And I guess what I'm saying is this, is that when you only offer a few kids, you better be able to hit on those kids. And I don't know that, uh, you know, I don't know that right now their connection level is high enough to be able to say that, yeah, um, that uh, Arizona is at that level. I don't think, as a matter of fact, I don't think that uh, it is. And I think that's fair to say that it's not. But you know what? That doesn't mean that it's the end of the world by any means. But what I am going to tell you, though, is that if you are going to take that approach, I think that you need to be able to uh, have a recruiting staff where everybody is recruiting in a certain manner. Um, And uh, again, we are a big fan of our guy, Jack Murphy. We like Murph a lot. Um, And we should like Murph because Murph bleeds red and blue. As a matter of fact, the other day when I was driving, I saw Murph. And not only did I see Murph, I yelled out, Murph, back the A. And guess what he did? He yelled out, back the A. Murph's a good dude. We like Murph a great deal on this show. Um, So there's that for sure. But um, I need a staff of guys that uh, that are pulling in the same direction as Jack Murphy and I don't know that they have that. Again, I don't know that they don't have it, but I also uh, look and say that uh, maybe, um, you know, maybe everybody isn't quite uh, recruiting in the same manner that Jack Murphy is. Now, you might might have to uh, say that, okay, why in the world uh, wouldn't that be the case? Because, well, again, the reason that it wouldn't be the case is, is because you have guys that are, 
kind of, you know, I don't want to say going through the motions. That's not really the right way of putting it. But again, I think that uh, I think with, when you're looking at the staff, you have to say that, all right, you got to be able to do this. You got to be able to do that. And I don't know that uh, that's at that stage. We have that priority down. But I do believe that it's sooner or later, Arizona is going to get that. But again, it's going to be a learning experience, and there is nothing wrong with that learning experience. Um, but you got to be able to learn. Now, we're going to talk about recruiting right here. Now, with recruiting, I think that uh, the um, the one thing about recruiting is it's obviously interesting. Um, that uh, not only is it not only is it interesting, but you got to be able to have a feel. Now. In the 2023 class, you got KJ Lewis. I like KJ Lewis a great deal. I think that he's a pretty good. Uh, I think he's a pretty good prospect. Actually, I think he's a really good prospect, and I think that he's underrated. I like KJ Lewis, and I think there's. Uh, um, I think that that quite frankly, there's a lot to like about him. But I do believe that at some stage, there's probably a little bit. Um, I think that there's a. Uh, um, I do think that at this stage in the game, though, you know, it's also fair to say that you've got the ability to be able to say that um, that uh, Arizona needs to be able to um, really bring in a 2024 class that is solid, that is fantastic, that is doing what they want. And the, where that starts with is Jamari Phillips. Now, a lot of people, Jamari Phillips kind of been lost in the shuffle here a little bit here. and We don't like being it being lost in the shuffle. But again, Jamari Phillips, our high four-star shooting guard out of California. Good prospect, good player. We like Jamari Phillips, and we should because he looks like an NBA-type dude. He's the kind of guy that Tommy Lloyd, with his player development, I think is going to salivate being able to work with. And the great thing about it is that Tommy Lloyd is the kind of coach who – Tommy Lloyd is the kind of coach who – um, I think we can say fairly with a fa uh, fair degree of certainty right now that um, Tommy Lloyd knows how to be able to recruit players and or uh, how to develop players. You look at it. You look at Christian Coloco. You look at Ben Matherin. You look at Dalen Terry. You can go on and on down the list. Umar Ballo. He's done a very good job. But um, I think the one area that he's still shown that he struggles a little bit is on that recruiting trail. Now, again, I'm not saying that it's a huge problem, but again, when you're this late in the game and you got seven scholarship players, that's not ideal. And again, obviously you put a lot of your capital into that Ryan Nemhard basket and that Ryan Nemhard basket didn't, uh, you know, didn't bear fruit, uh, you know, again, to put it mildly. Um, but you can all you can change a lot of that narrative though with the 2024 class, 2023 class, and the first guy is is Jamari Phillips. Now he's been committed for a while, so I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten about him. Now you shouldn't forget about him because there's a lot to like about Jamari Phillips. First of all, he's about six foot four, six foot five, very uh, uh, an angular type player that can do a bunch of different things out there, and he's skilled. That's the other thing. You watch him; he's skilled. There's a lot to 
Um, you could see why a coach would prioritize him early on again. And there's really nothing that he struggles at. Now you might say that he's a B plus across the board. That's fine, but he's got a plus potential right there. And that's, if you're Tommy Lloyd and you're a player developer, that's what you're looking for is that uh, B plus or is that a plus potential. So he's pretty good shooter, pretty good ball handler, pretty good athlete, pretty good frame. Uh, wants to learn, wants to get better. I think that Lloyd is going to uh, do a number with Jamari Phillips right there. And a guy that's coming in a little bit earlier than uh, him, K.J. Lewis, a kid out of Tucson. Now, K.J. Lewis, another guy that there's a lot to like. I think that he is criminally underrated by the recruiting services. When I look at um, when I look at the, uh, the players out there that uh, really – you know, impress me. The one guy, um, the one guy that I think is interesting in all of this is KJ Lewis because he's a big time athlete. He's very well put together. Um, you could say that, you know, you got to uh, pick up the skill level a little bit and that's probably fair, but he's also a young kid. He's also, um, you know, he's learning. I think your ideal career projection for KJ Lewis is something like comes in, plays seven to eight minutes per game as a uh, as a freshman, and then after that he starts playing a little bit more. And then by the kind of that Michael Dickerson type realm, where yes, you don't play it, you haven't played a ton, but by the time you're a sophomore, you start getting more and more minutes. And then by the time you're a junior, you're a monster and nobody really knows how to deal with you. That's what I think your projection right there is for uh, Jamari Phillips. And I think that's what's going to happen. And I think that's what's going to, or excuse me, uh, KJ Lewis. And I think that's what's going to happen. But again, as we talked about with Lloyd, Lloyd is a pretty good developer of talent. We've, uh, we've seen that and um, uh, we've seen that and the, uh, you know, I think it's uh, when you, but you got to be able to get talent in there. I think with when you're dealing with a guy like Lloyd that can develop a lot of talent, though, the one thing that is that is difficult, though, is if you're we're dealing with guys that are kind of limited. And again, let's talk about a Kirk Creesa. He gave Kirk Creesa a lot of rain right there. And not only did he give Kirk Creesa a lot of rain, he, um, but Kirk Creesa really didn't improve much. Um, he never really developed a floater, he didn't become a more consistent shooter. And, but that's also, I think a lot of that because Kirk Kreese is kind of limited physically, not the greatest. Uh, he's not dynamic. There's not a lot to the equation that he brings. And, you know, that is, that's a little bit of, I think that's a little bit of an issue right there. Um, you know, you can look at Pella Larson. Uh, I like Pella a great deal. Pella Larson is, um, the, the kind of guy who, yes, he's really, really good, but, um, he's not going to get much better. And the reason he's not going to get much better is because he can't really handle the ball and he doesn't have a quick jump shot. He doesn't have a quick release. And that's something that, you know, as a, uh, uh, that you can't really uh, deal with a ton by the time a kid's 22 years old, like Pella is, that's something that had to be done in the infancy that had to be done by the dad when he was younger. And that just, again, that just didn't really happen. Um, But 
So again, Pelo's limited in that regard, but that's why you want to get guys that have big time potential because that's where a coach can come in and really put you over the top. And I think that's what we're all hoping for with Tommy Lloyd is that he can come in and that he can put you over the top right there. Um, so that's why I think KJ Lewis is fascinating. And that's why I really think that uh, a guy like a Jamari Phillips is fascinating as well, because Jamari Phillips is, um, you know, like I said, he's a, uh, he's already pretty skilled. You can take that skill to the next level. Uh, KJ Lewis is a little bit more raw, but he's got those kind of he's got those kind of tangibles though that um, uh, you've got. He's got those kind of tangibles though that um, uh, I think are pretty uh, pretty good. Um, and so again, that's kind of where you're at. Now we're going to talk Carter Bryant here in a second, but first. We need to talk about FanDuel, FanDuel Sportsbook, FanDuel.com backslash locked on. All right. In this day and age where everybody is gambling and the big thing is, is if you win, if you hit, you want to be able to count on getting your money. That's where it's at. And FanDuel.com right there is there. You can get, uh, again, you can get great bet or you can get in-game bets, out of game uh, props, you name it, they got it. There's a reason that everybody is using it. Check it out. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college right there. But again, this is the time of the year. You got NBA playoffs. You got baseball. You got, uh, um, you got UFC. You got all kinds of stuff around there. And again, that's where you want to be able to check it out. So again, FanDuel, FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. Okay. Now we're going to um, uh, we're going to take a quick break right here, and then we are going to talk about um, where exactly Arizona is uh, with Carter Bryant and what the Carter Bryant uh, what Carter Bryant would mean to uh, Arizona and what they're trying to do right here. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, we are going to talk. Carter Bryant. Carter Bryant has been the, Carter Bryant has been the, uh, um, who has been the guy who has uh, basically from day one um, has been the, uh, has been the guy that uh, Tommy Lloyd has prioritized in the 2024 class. And not only is he prioritized in the 2024 class, um, he is uh, he is that dude that he's a one and done type guy, and he's the player that can basically go anywhere that he wants. That's how good he is. Um, he's the kind of guy that uh, Tommy Lloyd was bringing in in abundance. And again, you look at him, it makes perfect sense. He is he is the guy who. He's built and he plays a lot like Jason Tatum, and um, and again that he's not a super great athlete, but he's good enough. And uh, it's not like anybody's going to say, "Man, he's just not athletic." He is athletic, but he's not like LeBron, where you're just jumping out of the gym. But he can handle the ball. He can shoot. He can get to the mid. He can get to the mid range. Um, and uh, you know he's 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 the epitome of a one and done. Um, and he would fit in perfectly with what uh, with what Tommy Lloyd wanted to do right there. Um, 
And uh, he's also a great kid as well. Now, the importance of getting him is this, is that I think a lot of people are, you know, down on Tommy Lloyd and his recruiting. I ah, doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know how to recruit. We've heard all this. I think it's difficult to keep saying that if, I think it's difficult to keep saying that if you, uh, if you bring in guys who are top five players and you're looking at a 2024 class where, um, uh, if you're looking uh, for a 2024 class of guys who are um, top five players, and not only top five players, but um, a player who is, you know, let's be honest here, a player who is down to, um, uh, you know, change everything. And if you bring, if you, and by changing everything, what I'm saying is, is that not only is he changing everything, he's changing the narrative there, and you've got to get him. Now, if you don't get him, then I think it becomes a little bit of a, I think it becomes a little bit more of a uh, concern. Actually, it becomes a big concern right there. Um, not only is it a concern, because you've been prioritizing this guy for a long time. Now, I expect Arizona to be able to get uh, Carter Bryant, and the reason is is because I think that um, he is the uh, he's the type of guy that um, I think that if you're Arizona, you can uh, you can fi- you can figure out pretty pretty uh, pretty quickly that what he's doing there. It's not like he's I don't think he's going to be playing you or anything like that. He's got the type of he's got the type of skill though who is um, uh, who is he's got the type of ability though to be able to be that guy. So if you get him, you get Jamari Phillips, you get uh, KJ Lewis. All of a sudden, it um, starts to it starts to uh, make things a lot easier for uh, Arizona and Tommy Lloyd, and then it's a kind of a trickle down effect because kids like playing with other good kids, and not only do they like playing with other good kids, they like being able to um, hang out with the great uh, hang out with the great type of players, the great prospects, and they know that it brings them. Uh, know that it brings them notoriety in the process. And that's where I think Arizona is with all of this. Now we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with you. And again, we're going to get you ready to, for tomorrow where we're going to have an in-depth Carter Bryant preview on everything that's going in Arizona, Louisville, the pros and cons, everything you need. We got, all right, we're going to take a quick, quick break. We'll be right back with you. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, let's talk about this week here. We're, I'm going to be up at the EYBL here in Phoenix, uh, here watching all these guys, watching Phillips, watching Carter Bryant. There's going to be some other players in here. But as we talked about earlier, uh, tomorrow is going to be all Carter Bryant. And not only is it going to be all Carter Bryant, um, we're going to preview the pros and cons of what each school would bring, what he can bring to each school as well, because again, there's only two of them and the kind of kids you're getting. Now, again, he's probably going to be a, a one and done type guy, but everybody's asking about Tommy Lloyd. Everybody's asking about where um, can Tommy Lloyd recruit? And again, there's a lot of questions about that. This, I think, would alleviate some of those concerns. Okay. 
But And there's other players up at the EYBL. Again, as many of you know, Tommy Lloyd does not recruit many players. So, But we have the list of players that uh, Arizona needs to uh, – that Arizona is going to be recruiting, that Arizona is going to be looking at. So um, we can certainly keep you up to date on all of that. Now, as always, uh, as always – it's a good time. It's always a good time to be an Arizona Wildcat. There is a um, there is a big reason why. Um, there's a big reason why Tommy Lloyd has been so successful. We know that he can coach. He's shown that. He just got to step the recruiting up a little bit. And not only do I think he'll step the recruiting up, um, I think that he's going to get to the point where Arizona is going to uh, be able to recruit at a very consistent level. All right. Again, on that note. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. We'll be back with you tomorrow. As always, keep it locked on Wildcats.